Hello, welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different states who are excited to talk to each other and also to learn and grow alongside of each of you. My name is Megan. I'm Kristen. And I'm Lauren. Hey, hey. Hola. What? We just both said hola randomly. That was so weird. Well, I said it because I just got back from Mexico. I don't know why you just said it. (laughs) I don't either. It just came out. That's super creepy. (laughs) Little sisters. (laughs) Same wavelength. Yeah. Hey, listeners. Thank you for tuning in another week. We have had the privilege to interview some really amazing and inspiring people lately And we have more lined up in the future, but we just thought it would be nice to maybe, and important too, for you guys just to continue to get to know us more in depth, to just have a sister chat and have some fun, be vulnerable and completely honest. So yeah, so we hope you just enjoy a conversation like you're sitting in the living room listening to three sisters and friends chat. So all of our lives are so crazy, just as yours probably is. Um, We do get to talk often, which is amazing. But, you know, we all have crazy stuff going on. And so I guess we'll just start by Megan, Kristen, like, how the heck are you for real? You know, how how are you doing? (laughs) Uh, I might need to commit myself to like a rehab center for no no drugs or alcohol just to like get a break. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm from life. not well right now. No, I mean, it could, it's hard because it's like, obviously it could be so much worse, but Bobby, my husband broke his wrist uh, on a biking accident, just like a bicycle. I feel so bad for him. It was just kind of like a freak accident. He broke it in multiple places, like a fr- pretty bad fractures and had surgery finally yesterday. So he was like sitting with a broken wrist for like a week until he could have a surgery and just a lot with two toddlers. I mean, I feel really bad for him, but then like I'm working full time, taking full time care of the kids, like and so you feel just bad doing for everything too. around That's the fine. house. <laughs> yeah, I feel really sorry for myself, but I'm okay. I'm better today. Yesterday was really hard cuz I y'all know I need my sleep and I had maybe like 4 hours of sleep because we had to get up at like 5 to go. I had to take him to the drive all the way to Dallas to drop him off at the Surgicare place. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I just don't do well on top of like if I'm really stressed and then not getting sleep. And so yesterday was a really bad day, but I got a good sleep last night. So feeling a lot better. Um, <laughs> and I'm just praying a lot. Like there's, it's just been a roller coaster. Like one d- week I'm fine. The next week I'm really bad, just in a dark hole about everything going on. And then yeah. I am laughing. So the three books, I really don't have a good place to do our podcast right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of hide in my room and I have my nightstand here next to my bed. And I have like random books all throughout that I've like either already read or currently reading. And I'm actually kind of laughing at the three books that are sitting here. So I'm redoing. I had like started the Armor of God Bible study uh, by Priscilla Shire. I always say our mm-hmm. last name wrong, but if you haven't done it, it's a must do, especially right now. I feel like it's so relevant just with like, I feel like there is spiritual warfare going on right mm-hmm. now in the spiritual realms. And that's kind of what it's about is just like armoring yourself. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I just started that back up. And then the other, the second book on my nightstand is from a girlfriend and it's toddlers are assholes. It's not your fault. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) And then the third one is a book called you two, which is very much you squared, right? Yeah. You squared. Oh yeah. Not you Uh, (laughs) two. That's okay. You could say you too. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a super short read and it's just, I think I probably need to read it again, but Megan, isn't it like each chapter yeah. is maybe like two or three pages? Yeah. It, yeah. It's Ew, just super back. here. This explains it. it says, this is about the power of you squared. I won't read through all of this, but it says quit trying harder. Think beyond what common sense would allow. Make your move before you're ready. Look inside for the opportunity. Follow the unconventional strategy of U squared to penetrate imaginary barriers and pursue your true potential. So very like an inspiring book, which is great. I'm like, I need to reread that one. Yeah. If you are into like self-learning and growing, it's just a staple that you should have on your bookshelf. And I need to read it again too, because it literally took like maybe two hours to read the whole thing. I can't remember. But um, speaking of self I'm listening to a podcast right now called I like like murder mystery crazy stuff like more true, and I know you do true crime. Like, crime yeah and I found I like ha- like wandered upon this podcast called Guru and it's like the dark side of self help oh <laughs> have you all heard of it no no I need to listen to this crazy because it's about a guy that was from the secret which we like loved you know we watched that in high school and I remember that's when I made my first like dream board which I love making dream boards and uh, or whatever you want to call it but yeah it's about the guy that was in the secret and he like did these like super intense sweat lodges um which people Native American because it's not technically a sweat lodge but like three people died in 2009 and it's I haven't like finished it so I don't know exactly like I know he just got sentenced to like two years in jail but or back in 2009 but I I haven't finished the podcast but it's pretty crazy actually Kristen there's a documentary on that story (laughs) yeah I I don't know what just happened to my tongue there's a documentary wait now I can't say it right (laughs) documentary oh my gosh thank you um anyway there is that on I think it was on Netflix but Chris and I watched it a long time ago and it was crazy and interesting so you should watch it after you listen to the pod um Okay, so Megan, so yeah, you're you're surviving, and I you yeah. Well, and I was gonna say I was the only other thing I was gonna say that I probably shouldn't say is I was like I think I need to get back in therapy because I literally had a thought last night like of jealousy that he got to be put under for an hour, and I was like, wait, what? Something seriously wrong with me (laughs) if I'm jealous of that? Oh my god! Like I need to talk to somebody. I think that all the time actually you do okay because of my bladder issue I'm like I just want to be put under for eight hours like so I can get real sleep yeah we shouldn't want that that's not good (laughs) yeah I think I think it's very relatable but I was going to ask you and you kind of answered it yourself but what was whenever you're in those dark moments or (laughs) hold on Kristen just smelt her armpit and made like a gross face. (laughs) Sorry. Which, oh my gosh, you, that is like an amazing segue into something else I wanted to talk about, but let's finish this thought first. So (laughs) 
I was just going to ask, like, what is your go-to whenever you're just in those dark spaces or having a bad day? And you said you've been spending a lot of time in prayer. And I personally have too. Um, I think that's, that's definitely one of my outlets. And um, so that's awesome that you have that in your life and it does make an incredible difference. So, okay, Kristen, for sure. Let's go to you. How are you? You just got back from Mexico, which we were super jealous of the pictures and videos. Uh, I know you were supposed to go for a wedding that got canceled, but you guys uh, decided to go for a few days. Yeah. So besides having an amazing time in Mexico, how are you? (laughs) Yeah. It was so much needed. I'm not going to lie. Like it was so nice to just get away, to get out of my house. And, you know, I was super scared at first, like, oh my God, we're idiots. What are we doing? Like we're putting ourselves in jeopardy, but you know, people I'm sure will be like judging me for going to Mexico, but y'all, it was great. And I don't give a shit because it was awesome. And I had all the pina coladas and I had all the $20 massages on the beach and I feel nice. so, so good jealous. about it. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So, how yeah. was the, how was the flights? Just the environment? I know you guys had flown to Austin as well. So was there, did you so, notice any change South- from Austin? No, there was no change, but what Southwest is doing is they're not um, seating in the middle seat. So like you're not sitting right next to like a stranger. And then you of course have to have masks on the entire time of the flight. Um, So that's yeah. good. But yeah, I mean, you know, the flight to Mexico was super short actually. So it wasn't bad. And I will say, I feel like in Mexico, they're, they're, regulations I feel like are actually stricter than they are where I live, which is in Nashville, Tennessee. So like there you have to have a mask on and anywhere you go, you, they take your temperature and give you hand sanitizer where as here, like I think only one restaurant I've been to has taken my temperature. So, um, that was pretty crazy. I just feel like they're being even more precautious. Yeah. Hey, but hold up. So that video of the man that you sent on the flight, he was not wearing a mask. Oh, so, well, I had an insane person on my flight. Um. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I still can't get over that video. It's very disturbing. And it made me like sad. Like how is he even by himself? Like he, something was seriously wrong. So you know how you like see like crazy people, like videos from flights and stuff. And I'm always like, wow, that's like never happened to me. I wonder what, like, who are these people? And I'm like, oh my God, I had one of those people on one of my flights and I totally filmed it because I couldn't believe it myself. So yeah, there was this guy and we can't decide if he was on drugs or he just like had a like mental illness. Maybe we honestly don't know. But after showing it to someone who is very familiar with people on drugs, they said it looked like he was on meth. So I'm guessing maybe that's what it was. But um, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Why was he kept taking you off? Okay. I don't know. I mean, he was talking to himself. He never actually spoke to me, but (laughs) he uh, just kept taking it off. And the flight attendants kept being like, sir, put your mask back on. And he would put it back on for like a second and then take it back off. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, at one point he had this huge bag of peanuts and he just put it over his head and just started like. (laughs) making it rain all over himself. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And then at one point, he brought out this huge contraption and it was in a towel. And I was like, Michael, it's a bomb. Oh my God, he's about to kill us all. Like what is happening? I was, my anxiety was through the roof and he like started holding this 
towel and it's like this huge seashell contraption with a plug or something. And I was like, I'm telling you, there's a bomb in there. And then he added this controller. It was like literally a controller. And I was like, guys, I can't tell you how scared I was. Like, <laughs> So just so y'all know, if you haven't learned this by now, I have a major nervous laugh and it's not a good thing, but sometimes it is. So sometimes it serves I me. I have but it Chris- too now. Yeah, it's, it's contagious. So Kristen was sending us videos and I was, please understand, I was not laughing at this man. Like I felt so bad for him, whether it was drugs or not. Like it was just the most miserable thing to to have, do what he was doing. So, but whenever Kristen was sending us videos and whenever she said he was like raining peanuts on himself, I have not laughed that hard. Like Chris and Kai were like, what, what mom, what? And I was like, had one of those laughs where I literally did pee myself a little bit and I couldn't stop. Like as soon as I would finally calm down, it was like the hard belly laughs and I just couldn't, but it was mostly just picturing Kristen like being so anxious and like not being able to relax not that I should be laughing at that but it just made me laugh so hard Michael was so annoyed with me he was like Kristen just ignore it I was like I can't I can't like I literally could not take I had one eye on this man the entire (laughs) well and the I did I didn't tell you this but the video the four minute video that Michael sent uh, it was, you could tell that you were like laying down on his Michael's lap and you were on your phone and you, I was dying laughing because it was like hit that man's energy was contagious on you because you were like fidgeting between, you were like, open an app, close an app, open an app, close an app, play solitaire for a little bit and then close it down, open an app, open it. Like I got nervous just watching you on your phone. I was like, oh my God, Kristen, relax. Because he was not, he wouldn't stop. He was going like, I don't know if y'all have ever seen anyone on meth before, but they don't stop moving. Like it's constant, just throwing the hair in the air, like doing this. I can't even Anyway, poor guy. It would go viral. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I hope that man either gets off drugs or finds something to just put his mind at ease because that was very sad to watch. But anyway, move. for him. Yeah, moving on. So we have to get back to Kristen smelling her armpit and making that face. So one thing that I was going to tell y'all I thought about yesterday is we – so. Chris, Kai, and I, and our dog, Freddie, we decided about seven, eight weeks ago, my husband decided actually, Chris, to pick up. And we were like, we're on lockdown here in Virginia. Texas is open. So we decided to drive cross country and go visit our family. And of course, we were smart about it and just, you know, stayed at our family's houses and stuff. But anyway, so on the way back, we stopped at Kristen and Michael's house in Nashville because ironically, it was about the halfway point from Texas to Virginia. And we got to spend a few days there, which was so much fun. But one thing that I started laughing about the other day is we were like laying on the bed or something. And Chris looked down and he was like, babe. I was like, what? And he was like, I mean, come on, seriously. And I was like, what? And he was like, your leg hairs, they're like an inch long. And I was like, I was like, that's fine. I was like, what's that? You don't like some light, a little leg hair. And he was pretty disgusted. (laughs) And, but it got me laughing, but I was also thinking just about like quarantine hygiene 
And then I just started thinking about hygiene in general. So I know for me, I, I do have to say that like, I don't wear shorts a lot and I don't show my legs a lot unless like I'm around the house. So I did, I started thinking, I was like, wow, in the six weeks that we were gone on the road, I only shaved my legs one time. And that was only because we were going out on a boat on the lake. So that just got me thinking. And I'm like, what do other people do? Then I started just randomly thinking even more about stuff. And so I have a question for y'all. When you are taking a shower and you're not shaving your legs, so like if you're just taking a shower, do y'all wash your legs with soap no not uh, usually not i always easy. wash my i always go to my feet and wash my feet but i typically skip my legs but i don't know if i'm an annoying person about this but i still <laughs> shave my legs like once a week um, oh, yeah. but it's only because i take baths a lot and mm-hmm. i honestly don't i feel like i'm a weird person i don't mind shaving my legs like it makes me feel better my leg hair, I don't know. It's hard. Like it like bothers me. Like I can like, wait, feel really? It. Cause Megan, I feel like yours is super soft. <laughs> oh really? Well, or maybe I mean, it's light. It's, yeah. It's really light. You can with your see freckles. It, like, yeah. Yeah. But like, I can feel it. Like it gets like yeah. prickly. Yeah. Yeah. Mine yeah. is pretty coarse too. Yeah. We'll and see so what y'all have to do. Me. What you have to do is just get past the point of prickly and then it just <laughs> oh my becomes- gosh super soft. <laughs> oh, no, I, do that. I do that. I mean, you can ask Michael. He's like, I mean, you look like an animal like creature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I do gosh. have to say, I don't know if I'm aging at a like rapid pace, but, or if maybe it is because I'm always wearing usually like leggings or jeans, like long, long pants. So it rubs, but I do have to say, I feel like my leg hair, especially like I feel like an old person where I have patches where it's just stopped growing. And for sure above my knee, I feel like there's nothing anymore. But anyway, that's like a you that's like a you thing because your eyebrows don't really grow anymore either. Yeah, I feel like they never have. I've never waxed. I think I waxed my eyebrows once in my life. So I've always just plucked like in the middle bit. But yeah, they've definitely like stopped. Well, I've been, I will say I've been super furry during this entire quarantine. I have not shaved a whole lot. I honestly probably hadn't shaved until I went to Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah, I'm sure most, most girls complain about shaving. So I'm sure they're right there with you. But Lauren, uh, before we go even more into hygiene, you never told (laughs) us how you are doing. Oh, okay. So... Okay. How am I really doing? I, this is what I do to myself. Like I just keep myself so busy and then I'll stop and be like, Lauren, how, how are you doing? Like talk to myself. But, um, (laughs) I, I am doing good. So considering the world still feels like it's ending, you know, I think all things considered, I'm good. I've like buried myself in prayer, like literally constant prayer through. It's how I start my mornings all throughout the day. When I go to bed at night, it's just my MO. That's where I go to. Um, And, you know, we, y'all know this, but we've had some big changes in our family whenever we got back just a few days ago, or I guess it's been a week now. So my husband has decided he has left the corporate world after being with his company for 13 years in the industry for 22. I guess that's aging us a bit, but um it's like a super exciting time, but it also, you know, it, it can be scary if we let it. Um, yeah. 
so we have lots of big change. We are moving back to Texas. So what? that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> like the silver lining in all of this. They're finally I know. coming back. It's like, thanks, Corona. Yeah. So I think the way that, for better or worse, I don't, I'm not saying this is good, but the way that I kind of handle just, um, like the world and our country. And, you know, I still have numerous expat friends that are literally stranded around the world, haven't seen their husband in four months, haven't been able to get back to their home, you know, since January. So I, I have a lot of empathy for just all the different, everybody's being affected in so many different ways and not just with Corona. Yes. But also I feel like in our country, it's just honestly, um, I don't know if this is a bad thing, but in my journal to Jesus this morning, I, I said the word shit show. <laughs> I was like, he knows my yeah. heart. Right. But, um, but yeah, it just feels like our country totally feels like a shit show right now. And the way that I handle that is like I said before, is just prayer. And I try not to take on just the negativity. I think not being on social media for me personally is a huge benefit for myself and my mental health. So I don't know. I don't know if it's, I think sometimes I can probably be guilty of just ignoring it all maybe, um, which isn't necessarily a good thing. Um, and maybe it's yeah. selfish, but anyway, I feel like I'm doing good. I feel like I am, I can only focus on like 24 hours and that's what I do. I just make my to-do list for that day. And with all of our personal changes going on right now, there's plenty to get done as soon as we stop recording, I have a virtual walkthrough with a moving company. Um, so just little stuff like that. And meanwhile, my husband is working on what's next for him. And we're just trying to sort out what city we're moving to, what schools we're going to send Kai to. So anyway, uh, I'm good. I have felt really overwhelmed. Like I think when we got back, we literally found all this out kind of like the day we got back. And I like, one day Chris came upstairs and I had gone and gotten back in bed at like, I don't know, nine in the morning. And he was like, Hey, you disappeared. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just need like a day to kind of just do absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. my body hurts from all the driving, my brain hurts from all the new change going on. So I think just listening to myself and just being nice to myself, I have to remind myself every day, like, hey, you're doing awesome, you know? So, yeah, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I have a question for y'all. Um, yeah. What so, else? with, you know, quarantine, like you're saying, like, lots of changes going on, lots of things. And, you know, Michael and I always, beginning of the year, like, set our goals, set our intentions, our plans. And, you know, the year 2020 was all supposed to all be about travel. Um <laughs> So obviously that can't happen. Like our plan was like starting 2021. We wanted to start starting for a family. And with 2020, it's like, well, what are we waiting for? Because it's not like we can do all the traveling we wanted to do, you know? And so we're like, maybe like, should we get started? And I was just thinking yesterday, I was like, gosh, it's just, I'm so, I don't want to say scared, cause, but it's just the truth. I am scared to start yeah. to have a baby because I don't know. I just love Michael and I's relationship. And like, 
it's crazy because the longer we're married and together, the more, this is going to sound so cheesy, but the more like I fall in love with him like every day, like I truly do. And it's just, it's weird. It's just, don't get me wrong. We fight, we do all the things, but it's like the longer we've been together, the longer or the shorter time we spend in like negative places, if that makes sense. So, oh, I know we're not supposed to say that anymore. Sorry, Lauren. Um, But... I was, you know, I feel like having a baby is really going to change our relationship and that scares me. You know, it's we're we're just such in a great place together and I'm like, do I really want to like throw this I, I, it sounds bad, but like wrench into and change up our relationship. So I'm just curious. I don't know, did it like having kids like super change your relationship with your husband or like are y'all still able to have I know it changes. So I'm yeah, just I mean, what thoughts are Yeah. I mean, I think realistically, yes, like logically, of course, having a baby is going to change like a lot of logistics about your life and you become even more partners in like teamwork type of environment versus like it just being about you two. But I would say I fell like the most in love with Bobby when we had kids. I think I grew, my love grew for Bobby more exponentially once we had kids, like seeing him as a dad and like, I don't know, it's just something that you can't describe until you have it. And like, just like with anything in life, everything's a little bit scary, like new changes and stuff, but usually change is always worth it at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's going to be hard. You know, I was just complaining about it all just now. Like it's, you know, in sickness and wealth, but it's. Or sickness, what is it? Sickness and <laughs> sickness health. Sickness and health. Oh my God, that's funny. But wealth too. I was like, well, I guess there's wealth too. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. Um, so I don't know. Like for me personally, I was super scared to have kids as well. But I just, I think I've said this before on the podcast. I just had to like take a leap of faith and just go for it because it's something I don't know like even though I was super scared I always knew like I really do want kids like in the back of my mind even though I was like, do I want kids do I not and I was scared and at the end of the day when I imagined my life when I was like 60 years old I was like yes I would love to have a family like kids and grandkids and all of that you know yeah. so you kind of have yeah. to think about the long term and decide what you want in your future And it's okay if you don't want kids or if people don't want kids, it's okay. You know, like if they imagine at 60, like they're cool with having like grand nieces and, you know, whatever. But yeah, I I definitely think as far as like, yeah, as far as um, you and Michael's relationship, you're going to have tough times just like you still do now. But I think you'll be more in love with him, to be honest. Yeah, well, that's So I'll just add my thoughts on that. So Megan kind of touched on first, I would reflect on the question of, do you want kids from what you guys have told us? I think Michael's super eager and he definitely sees that in his future. However, I think that the conversation should be like, is that want coming from like societal pressure or family pressure or friend pressure? Like, is it something that you just feel like you should be doing or is it something that you really want? So Megan kind of touched on that too. So I think that's the first thing. The other thing is I think, um, yes, your marriage changes, but it doesn't mean that that's a, a bad thing. It's, it's just different. And I think that something that especially with new moms and just the lack of sleep and the fog brain and everything 
and with any hard time, really, it's that to you like literally have to daily remind yourself that this is temporary and, you know, it can go back. You know, Kai is nine now and things are easier. Chris and I get a whole lot more one-on-one time now than we did, you know, in those early days. And I will say, cause I didn't do a good job of this. Um, but we, for Chris and I, we were just like in survival mode, honestly, for the first couple of years after Kai was born. Um, uh, and one day I will, we will do a podcast episode just in detail about, about Kai's story. Um, but we felt like looking back on it, we were definitely just in survival mode. And like Megan said, it's like we became a great team and great partnership. Um, but we did lose, uh, we did not do, I did not do a good job of making Chris remain a priority. And I think for me, it was really like unnatural, um, or it was really hard for me not to put Kai first. And so I think as long as you just keep that at the forefront and, all moms are different. I have friends that like to this day, they've never left their kids overnight and that's great, you know, to each their own. But I do think that what, however you and your husband connect that you do be very intentional about whether it's, you know, going away on a staycation just one night, um, or traveling for a weekend or whatever it is, it's okay to leave your baby if that's your choice. And just, being very, um, vocal and intentional about doing the rituals that make you guys feel connected even after they're here. So I think those are the three things that I would say is just like, you know, what, what do you truly want and why? And then, um, yeah. remembering that it's all temporary and, and yeah. then just being very intentional and communicate very well. <laughs> yeah. And I want to just say that because I feel like, especially at my age, it's like you're supposed, you know, spice society, you're supposed to, okay, we're 30, let's start having kids. And I think it's okay to be like, well, do I want kids? You know, it's like, I think it's normal to have these thoughts and these conversations. Yeah. And so I like would get down on myself, like, what's wrong with you? You're supposed to want kids and like be ready to go. And it's, well, you know, that it's okay if I'm like, well, to really think about it and to ask these questions and normalize yeah. it. Yeah, yeah honestly, no, I, love I have, I think it's a smaller percentage, at least in our generation of moms that I know that just like, were like knew they wanted kids right away. <laughs> I think most yeah. moms are like, questioning it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even somebody for me, I was one of those girls that I think from the time, I mean, mom tells stories when I was like two, I did like, it was always my dream to have kids. And I remember being like, from basically like 18 to probably like 24, I was still on board with like, Oh, I'm going to have four or five kids. Like that's just my life dream. And then I think I hit a point around 26 where I was like, eh, okay. Like each week, each year, the number of kids kind of went down, (laughs) but, um, but even for me who knew I did always want children, uh, I did, it's still, you know, as that kind of time approached, it was still scary and still, you know, it totally relatable to think about all those things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Sorry, I have another gross question because I'm just all about this. Um, Back to hygiene. hygiene thing. Yeah, no, this will be my last question. But so what are y'all's thoughts about peeing in the shower? <laughs> Every time. Every time. I pee- yeah, I don't really pee in the shower anymore because Bobby like thinks that's disgusting. And he caught me doing it once and was like... <laughs> 
so grossed out. Um, but I used to do that all the time, but now I just pee before I get in. Okay. Well, so this no, I, so, I Oh, sorry, Lauren. I pee all the time. So any chance I get to pee, I'm going to pee. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I love y'all so much. So I, um, like if I have to go before I get in, then I'll like go in the toilet and then hop in the shower. But a lot of times, you know, I'm in there and I'm like, oh, I got the urge. And so I'll just like <laughs> literally straddle over the drain and try to like aim. But um, anyway, it wasn't until just recently. <laughs> Y'all know Chris. Y'all know Chris. So, he, so anyway, I told him recently that I did that and he was mortified. He was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> he was like, are you serious? And he's like, how long have you done that? And I'm like, uh, always, I don't know. What's funny is because if you, for those that don't know, Chris is like, so we've been together, uh, since 2002, however many, 18 years. And we don't fart in front of each other. Like I've never, he's never seen me go poo and vice versa. Like he doesn't fart. And so anyway, he's just very modest in that way. Like anything bodily, yeah. fluids, blah, blah, blah. Like he just doesn't find humor in it. And our family grew up a bit opposite of that. So anyway, <laughs> it's just funny. Um, so whenever we had this, any time that I kind of like shock him in that manner, it just makes me giggle. So I thought I was like, wow, how did I make That's it 18 awesome. years before you knew that I peed in a shower that we shared forever? So anyway. <laughs> Chris still doesn't think you poop. So that, that just... <laughs> Yeah, he. I don't poop and I don't yeah. fart. Like I'm, I'm just perfect. <laughs> I swear, I shock Chris every time he's around me, and I promise I don't burp as much as I do when I'm around Chris. It's like my body knows he's uncomfortable, and I'm like gonna push his like. Yeah. Even know either, oh but yeah. Like around me, I just oh, like yeah. big when one we out. Were, he didn't say anything, but when we were in Nashville, um, and we were eating or whatever, and you burped and he's so used to it now but he still is kind of like oh like oh my god <laughs> the face he gives me it's hilarious just this y'all can't see me but it's like I know he gets so uncomfortable he's like holy crap <laughs> oh my god I That's know amazing. it is so funny. funny um speaking of did y'all have fun in oh Nashville my gosh. Michael and KK are like such great hosts and they always like to do fun things so you know, everything wasn't open, but I feel like, um, for what was open, we made the best of it. And we, of course they're foodies. My husband, Chris is a foodie. So we got to try all their favorite things. I, we left there having dined sufficiently. We were, <laughs> oh my gosh. but it was fun. Um, good. Yeah. We, Kai, Kai was super bummed because he literally, from the time we left Virginia, was like, can we please go to Nashville and go to the KK Michael live right next door to this really cool rock climbing indoor place? And he would like live there if he could. And unfortunately, they we were not able to go. They were open, but only to members only. Um, so he was really gutted about that. But yeah. But no, we had a great time, don't you think, KK? Yeah, I let them. So for people who don't know, um, hot chicken is like a staple in Nashville. Lauren and Chris had never even heard of hot chicken, apparently. Yeah. Um, And so I have a favorite hot chicken place and Michael has a favorite hot chicken place. If you ever visit, mine is Prince's Hot Chicken and Michael's is Hattie B's. And so we made them try both to see which one they liked better. And I totally won. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Michael was so sad. He was like, you swayed their opinion. <laughs> yeah. No, I did it. It's all in the chicken, honey. <laughs> yeah. So what was the, no, wait, what was the pick? That princes. princes. They liked okay. princes. Good to know. Yeah, Prince's, in my opinion, if you ever are in Nashville, it had a lot more flavor, I would say. And then to me, Hattie B's was a little bit more, not bland, but just it tasted more like not raising canes, but I don't know. It didn't taste as special, I guess I should say. Right. It's just like, it's kind of just like whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. always hear people suggest Hattie B's. Like I've heard that name before. So. Yeah, you're definitely the more popular. That's what's funny is Hattie B's is way more popular, and I'm like, it's so weird to me because Prince's is like way better. So the the local local knowledge. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel like Nashville's become such a tourist and hot spot for people to travel to that maybe one day we, Kristen, we can um, share like all your favorite places to go and. People might find that useful because I feel like everyone wants to come to Nashville. I know. I know. It's just a big town. And <laughs> yeah, of Lauren moving back to Texas. KK, are y'all moving back to Texas? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> we are coming at the end of this month actually to just like check things out um, and, you know, just look at stuff and see you know we just never know where the world's gonna take us <laughs> yeah so gosh I don't think anybody does these days the world it, everything feels so like uncertain and um I know. but I think the nice thing is is like we're just all in it together we're all losing our minds together we're all like crying together laughing together getting excited for the future if you're you know a goal setter like there's still half the year left to make it an amazing year yeah um, but we, we got this and I'm just so grateful to have you guys in my life to, you know, just be there on my hard days and to celebrate on our exciting days. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about this actually, I didn't get to talk to y'all about it before, but we would love to hear from our listeners. So if you are a loyal listener of ours, we just want to be able to, like connect with you more on an intimate level. And so we would love for you to send a DM or a Facebook message or an email, whatever is easier and just give us your name and information. And we just would love to know um, who you are. And so we really like have such a passion for this. I mean, for us, it's so much fun just to get, cause it's also a way for us to catch up, but, um, we love interviewing people and just sharing people's knowledge and expertise. And so we always want to hear from you about like what you want to hear more of, and we want to give you what you want. And so, but we also want to be able to thank you personally and just, um, cause we do appreciate you so much. So yes. Also give, it, give us a shout. Yeah. Yes. And to DM us, it's girl. I slept in my makeup on Instagram or Facebook. And then our email is just slept in my makeup podcast at gmail.com. And I'd love for you to share the podcast where we would love for you to share the podcast with a friend. If you've enjoyed an episode, send it along to your friend. Also leave us a review. Uh, on iTunes, you can go in and do a five-star review and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you in that way as well, because that only helps other people find our podcast. We don't have a large platform or anything. So 
anything and everything you do is we're just so appreciative to kind of help get the word out. And we're just thankful for the people who do listen to us. Yeah. Why don't we make that our challenge, including ourselves? Let's all share a Girl I Slipped in My Makeup podcast episode with a friend this week. And that would be so awesome. Um, And we will do the same. We'll go think about one special person and which episode they might like best. Um, Yeah. And then... Yeah, I guess that's it. And if you guys are have heard of or are into the Enneagram, we just a little teaser are interviewing an Enneagram expert and we're super excited um, about that episode. So stay tuned yes. and everybody have a great week. We love you guys. Yes. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.